Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian and Pastor Tasha will be here in two, one. There she is. Y'all see her? There she is. That's my boo right there. No that's, lipstick. That's my baby right there. <laughs> How y'all doing, everybody? All is well. All is well in my house. And my life is better than ever. Amen? Amen? <laughs> you know, you just got to do what you got to do sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice. And be, be glad, glad in, in it. it. Amen. Amen. How you doing, mama? I'm good. You good? Yeah. 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 Well, um, we are in a good series right now. We're talking about ele the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. Which is? Uh, conflict resolution. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm not prepared. Learn to I deal with the have, I don't even have lipstick on. Oh, you, you, you're good. You're beautiful. <laughs> you're beautiful. Um, but uh, yesterday we had a good talk about um, uh, how to deal with conflict resolution and, and the different things that uh, had to do with us, you know, dealing with ourselves, um, understanding love. Yeah. We're talking about the four types of love. Um, and I think the final statement that we made yesterday is that how phileo mm -hmm. love, which is the friendship love, that mm -hmm. deep covenant love should be the foundation in every marriage. Yeah. Um, we got together being friends first. Right. You know, and I want to I want to make sure I'm using proper English here, but we were friends before we became lovers. Right. Yes. Um, and and that developed within us a um that developed within us a bond that that transcends when the eros love or the erotic love is waning. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I really believe that eros love is preserved for the marriage covenant. Oh, it is. And I, I mean, I really. There's I no really... place in scripture where it says that love outside of. I mean, that that a sexual union or erotic love is permissible. Oh, yeah. Outside of a covenant. Yeah. There's nowhere in scripture where it says that that's okay. And and it's it's preserved for the marriage bed. Yeah. The Bible says the marriage bed is undefiled. And and it has a purpose. Hmm. It has a purpose. Preach, preach on that. In the marriage, uh, you know, sexual unions create soul ties mm. and bonds, and we think of soul ties as bad things, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you think about that person or that, uh, you know, maybe somebody you know who is soul tied to somebody who's obviously bad for them, mm -hmm. and it's because they have a sexual union, mm -hmm. and so they can't shake that person they mm -hmm. can't get that person off of their mind you know they're still tied to that person even though that person obviously doesn't love them mm -hmm. or doesn't love them properly doesn't love them the way they deserve to be loved mm -hmm. and we mm -hmm. think well just get over it yeah yeah and and the reason a lot of them can't just get over it is because of the bond that has been created well that bond was set aside for one person. Mm -hmm. Now you might say, well, then why is it that there's so many problems in marriage? Well, guess what? 
we have taken taken this thing uh, called intimacy, called sexual union or intercourse. Sexual and, compatibility. Yeah, go ahead. And we have deposited what belongs to our spouse. We've deposited it in other places. Mm, and you might wow. say, well, I'm not seeing anyone else. Yes, but do you have a porn problem? Yeah. So wow. when you ascribe the intimacy that belongs to your spouse into a pornographic site, mm-hmm. you are giving them the bond and the attraction and the allure that belongs to your spouse. That's yeah. it, it. It feeds the idea mm-hmm. that there is a perfect person out there, somebody better than your spouse yeah, yeah. that requires no sacrifice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no sacrifice. Mm-hmm. There's a girl out there who just wants to do it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and you don't have to do anything for her to want to do it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to uh, be faithful. You don't have to set up boundaries in your life. Mm-hmm. You don't have to talk nice to her. You don't have to be sweet to her. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of the imagination. You know, the, yeah. the power of the imagination can make it, uh, you can still get the same effects from this um, image yeah. that you you should be getting from your spouse. But here's the thing I, I really like to uh, add to this thing of sowing uh, phileo love is that you cannot expect to reap intimacy with your spouse if you're sowing that kind of love and friendship and friendship to other people. That's right. You know, you this is this thing that hit me one time when I was at work and they said, uh, work husband. And I looked at him like, what you mean work husband and work wife? And I was like, I've never heard of that kind of stuff. And, <laughs> you know, and, that, and that's very common. Mm-hmm. But for us who are believers, we I mean, that's nothing that you should adopt. You right. know, I mean, nobody should take the place. I don't care if you're at work or on the job. I mean, on a um, on on a golf course or or at the basketball gym, nobody should take the place that's that's been entrusted to your spouse. Right. And and so the 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 relationship that we had is that we became good friends Mm -hmm. we became trusted friends which then gave us the opportunity to move into agape love yes now i'm loving you based on a decision i'm loving you i mean you know there's there's nothing that you could do before i can enter into a covenant with someone come on preach i have to make an unconditional commitment Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of love to that person. And it's beyond a feeling. It's beyond a feeling. It's beyond a feeling. And, you know, one of the things that you and I both dealt with at the beginning of our marriage is if something was to happen to my spouse, would I still love them? Right. And would I still be there for them? There's a level of emotional intelligence that you have to apply to your marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. Because pride wants to get in there mm-hmm. and say, wait a minute, you know, uh, give me my due. Mm do what do respect do honor do do something you know give me give me the things that i require and then i can love you mm. but wow. but god wants us to get to a place where we love by decision mm. and we say wait a minute at from this point forward i make a covenant with you where no matter what whether you do what i i, I uh, expect or not I ascribe my love over to you. Mm-hmm. This is the God kind of love mm. based on decision. And you might say, okay, you got to show me some examples of that. Well, the first example I see, well, the first example was Adam. Mm. But if we want to go further than that, we see it in Noah. Yeah. And then we see it again in Abraham. Abraham, God said, with Abraham, God said this. 
uh, I will bless those that bless thee. I will curse those who curse thee. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So he didn't say, if you do right, then I'll bless you mm-hmm. big. He mm-hmm. said, I'll bless you big. I'll bless you big so he, that you can do right. So that you can do right. Mm. And then so with David, so he did the same thing. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing with David when he called him out of the uh, sheepfold. When mm-hmm. he was a shepherd, mm-hmm. uh, he made David the head of his family, yeah. the head of his nation. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He became the father mm-hmm. of the whole nation, uh, the king who sat on the throne who would sit on the throne for all of the rest yeah. of eternity. Yeah, come on. His bloodline would, would rule over the kingdom mm-hmm. for all of the rest of eternity. Mm-hmm. So God, in all of those instances, the person didn't have to deserve it. Mm-hmm. God says, I will love you so that you can. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Love me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so at some point, that's how God wants us to be in a covenant. So when you, when you break it all down now and you boil it all, Boil it all down. You said this yesterday, and we're going off of our notes now. The foundation, everyone's foundation, is a need for love. You know, oh, absolutely. We all have a foundational need for love. And yeah. If you say, "Well, no, I don't," you know, that's because yes, you <laughs> that's because you've been hurt so many times. Oh, you know, yeah. and now you're speaking from your hurt rather than speaking from the reality of God's truth. So mm-hmm. God has built within our DNA mm-hmm. love. Yes. We are called to love. Yes. We're called to and be we're called to be in relationships. Mm-hmm. And so the marriage then was God's idea and mm-hmm. the marriage was God's plan. Right. God put this together. Right. And so when we look at uh, there's a scripture I want to read here in Malachi chapter 2 verse 15. It says, "Didn't the Lord make you one with your wife?" Mm. Now, talk about that just a little bit cuz there's this thing that that's been just just rolling over in my spirit called the mystery of oneness. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we see in Genesis, if you go to Genesis, let's just go to Genesis three. I feel wake up. It's kind of like me putting my makeup on, uh-uh. on this morning. I was just kind of in my own world. And you like, we're starting the video. <laughs> Genesis three. The and countdown one. has started. It, I'm it, like, it started. La-da-da. <laughs> okay, hold on. Genesis there we go. Three and one. Oh, so it's yes. Okay, and it says, "Now the serpent was more cunning than any other beast of the field mm. which the Lord God had commanded, had made." And he said to the woman, "Has God indeed said that you shall not eat of every tree of the garden?" And the woman said unto the serpent, "We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the tree." which is in the midst of the garden. God has said, you shall not eat it, neither shall you touch it, at least you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die for God knows that the day you eat thereof, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So the Mm. woman saw that the tree was good for food and pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise. So she took of its fruit and ate and gave it to her husband with her and he ate. And it says in verse seven, and the eyes of both of them were open and they knew they were naked. They sewed fig leaves together and made themselves covering. So now they have a new covering. Mm. And verse eight says, and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord 
among the trees in the garden. Then the Lord said to Adam and said to him, where are you? And he Mm -hmm. said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were uncovered or you were naked Mm -hmm. or you were exposed Mm -hmm. or you are ashamed? Mm -hmm. You should be ashamed. Who told you that? Yeah. Have you eaten of the tree which I commanded thee? And so you go all the way down to verse 14 and it talks about the punishment that was ascribed Mm. to the man and the woman Mm -hmm. and to the man, because he has done this, you are more cursed than any cattle and more than any beast of the field, which tells me that at this point, instead of you ruling over things, things will rule over you. Yeah. Think about it. He, he was more, he was supposed to be more powerful than the cattle on every field. He was supposed to rule over the cattle on every field. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now he was more cursed than the cattle itself. And when you see the word beast, it is indicative of the economic system Mm -hmm. ruling over you. Mm -hmm. So this is why man had to, instead of ruling over his work and then now multiplying the works of his hands and being able to gain economically, now he's a slave to his job. Mm -hmm. He has to go to work. Mm-hmm. He has to be a slave to these things in order to pay the bills. Yeah. So his bills and his things are ruling over him rather right. than him rule over his things. Yeah. And then it says, and on your, uh, and on your belly, you shall go, you should eat the dust. This is the, this is what the Lord said to the serpent, but this is also the curse that fell upon man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. Now it's talking about, Jesus Mm -hmm. and how her seed would bring forth the savior. And even though his seed would produce more of his kind, which is people who are resistant to God, her seed was going to produce a savior. That's going to rule over it all. Mm -hmm. Right. And he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. And listen to this. And to the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow in your conception, which means instead of it being easy for you to multiply and produce, it's going to be hard. Mm. And in pain, you shall bring forth children and your desire shall be toward your husband and he He shall shall rule rule over over you. So now instead of the husband and wife coming together in oneness, not only with God, they are resisting God. Mm -hmm. Things are ruling over them. Mm -hmm. And instead of them working together, now they're resisting each other. other, Mm -hmm. And the husband is ruling over a wife. Mm He is a master over a slave of a wife who still loves and desires him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Think about that for a second. This is the relationship that many people find themselves in today. Today. Mm -hmm. And the oneness is not a, it's not a a, a mindset of oneness. It's not a mindset of equality. It's not a mindset of we ruling together. Yeah. We want to rule together. We want to walk in peace. We Mm -hmm. want to be in oneness, Mm -hmm. but because we have so many distractions, Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, he's distracted by the things that are ruling over him. Mm -hmm. She's distracted because she wants now to have oneness with somebody who she has Mm -hmm. created an environment for, Mm -hmm. uh, where things are ruling over him and he's stressed. And now they are not working together. He's just ordering her Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. and she's still desiring something more of a relationship and she could never quite have it. And so, you know, we talk about these things 
And really, you can you can feel the resistance mm-hmm. when you're dealing with it. Oh, absolutely. Because it's a mystery. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's something that should be revealed to the body of Christ. Yes. It's something that should be something that should be readily available and something that we mm-hmm. should always be walking in. But because we have allowed traditions mm-hmm. and the resistance of truth right. keep us in a state. Now, when you say God has called you to oneness, they still revert back to, but there is a hierarchy in my house. Yeah, there's a hierarchy. Yeah. I- I'm, got, I'm the man. She's the woman. Right. You know, and 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 they do what I you do what I tell you to do. Right. And even you know now God is even telling the woman, Hey, I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. I need you to do this for my kingdom. And she's saying, Oh, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. My husband won't let me. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And so so God wants you to know that yes, there are principles at work. Mm-hmm. But the highest principle is the word of God. Mm -hmm. The highest principle is oneness. Mm -hmm. And once we can act like Jesus did with his father, then we truly understand what God was trying to accomplish when he said that we should be in union together. Yeah. And, you know, when he said for us to submit you one to another. Yeah. And then he told the woman again. Submit to your husband. Mm -hmm. Why Mm -hmm. did he say that? Well, the crime that we see here in Genesis 3, it fit, the punishment fit the crime. Mm. So her crime, so to speak, was her attempt to usurp her husband. Yeah, yeah. The punishment fit the crime. Mm -hmm. With the serpent, we noticed that the punishment fit the crime. Yeah. Now I want to I want to address that because you said something about Jesus and mm-hmm. he made a statement that I and my father we are one. Mm-hmm. Now for him to say that means that they operated they operated as one entity in the earth. Right. Jesus came to show us the face of the Father. Yeah. Jesus came to show us the will of the Father and then the love of the Father and the love of the Father. Mm-hmm. But now. He he goes on to say though, but I only do yes what I see my father do, and I only say what I hear him say. So when you when yes. you understand oneness, now you can operate in the level of submission that you were called to. People want to put submission up here and oneness down there, right? And submission does not mean slave. That's right. Yeah, submission it's means a willingness. that. Yeah, absolutely. You can, there is no submission. In a place where a person is forced mm. to comply. Yeah. Submission always uh, implies a willingness and a want to and a draw mm-hmm. to do whatever it takes to help. Mm. Yeah. And the to other complete person the mission. complete the mission. Yeah. If there's not a want to, if I'm doing something here that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. If I'm being forced, if I'm being led like a cattle with a ring in its nose to do something that in my heart I really don't want to do, then I'm not in true submission. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in slavery. Mm-hmm. But what God really wants, because he He said that the curse would be broken. Mm-hmm. He said he overcame the curse. Mm-hmm. He wants us to, to walk as he originally planned mm-hmm. in the Garden of Eden without the sin Mm -hmm. before the sin entered the garden Mm -hmm. so now he wants us to walk into oneness it's it's all in how we treat each other 
you yeah, know. So absolutely. in dealing with the subject on conflict resolution, when I understand the mystery of oneness, mm -hmm. then I'm not going to try to tear you down. Oh, absolutely not. I'm going to I'm going to try to build you up. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my desire is the is, is my desire is for us to want walk as one body. Tearing you down is like tearing down my own body. Right. Right. And even tearing down is like tearing of, down my own health. Even in a place of submission, you know, it's easy, you know, for a, a person who is being depended upon. Now, just think of this. And I want you to think of the illustration of a person with a broken, uh, a peg leg or, mm -hmm. you know, maybe they've had an amputated leg. Mm -hmm. So they typically depend on uh, prosthesis. Mm. But. Mm. To pull that prosthetic leg That's good. away I know you're yeah. on purpose so as to cause the person to fall mm -hmm. is to refuse to submit just to sit back and wait to see a person fall. Now, that's just pulling back. Mm hmm. And you might say, well, that's not that's not a what's so wrong with that? You know, uh, not helping or not. Mm. uh offering your support mm -hmm. at a time well you know just to see the person fall mm -hmm. or just to see the person fail that is to me rebellion just as much as an overt action of say hitting a person mm -hmm. or knocking a person mm -hmm. down mm -hmm. so you know w there are overtive you know overt ways to uh to not walk in true submission mm -hmm. and there are subverted Subvert ways. ways that's good what you're saying to not walk yeah in in true submission yeah yeah mm -hmm. and, and and so all of these things that we're talking about even out of genesis chapter three those things were under the curse those things are under the curse those things are under the curse galatians chapter 3 verse 13 says though christ has redeemed us that's good from the curse of the law yes being made a curse for us mm -hmm. so he took upon he took upon himself the power of submission so that we could have the power to submit. Yes. Now, what is submission? Submission is going under. Mm -hmm. When I think, think about the word sub, sub means to go under. Right. Mission means I go under your mission. Right. So we should practice going under each other's mission. Mm -hmm. we, sh we should be practicing helping one another. Well, if I'm always battling you and I'm always right. trying to one up you or right. if I'm always trying to be um or uh, undermine uh, you. Or undermine you or what's this other word we're talking about being uh contrary right. you know you say left well i go right, right. you know it's one of those things we were playing oppositional with. Spirit. oppositional spirit <laughs> we were playing with this the other day because i said something about well which tie should i wear you're like well i like the blue one so i wear the black one you know? <laughs> because because we're not thinking oneness i'm right. always thinking opposition right i'm always thinking let's fight and we're now we're fighting to to, to separate rather than fight to stay together yeah. submission helps you stay together that's right that's right and god wants us to be in a place of true submission and to understand what submission looks like mm -hmm. you know you could almost take that word submit out and put in the word support Port. Yeah, that's good. And it could help us to understand it in a way. Mm -hmm. But that word submission does mean to go under. under. Mm -hmm. It does mean it does have the other uh, definition and meaning to go under and to get under. Mm -hmm. In other words, the reason I get under is to lift you up. up. Mm -hmm. You know, the mm -hmm. reason I support mm -hmm. is because 
I'm strong enough to do it. Mm -hmm. Now notice mm -hmm. that when it comes to submission, then it's really hard to do it in a master slave environment mm -hmm. because the reason why is yeah. because the master is stronger than the slave. Yeah. The, the master has more power than the slave. Mm. The slave is the one being drugged, mm. not the master. Mm -hmm. The master is the one doing the dragging, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Think of the uh, illustration of the cattle with the ring in its nose and the person pulling it. Mm -hmm. That's what we need to see, the, yeah. how the power is distributed. Yeah. And so wow. that never wow. works in an environment where there's one, there's a hierarchy. So that's why God made the woman just as strong yeah. as the man. Yeah. You know, God paraded all the animals in front of the woman so that she could see. And so, I mean, in front of the man, so that the man could see mm -hmm. that there was nothing out there that was compatible mm -hmm, with him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nothing yeah. out there yeah. was comparable with him. Or you could say nothing out there had the same power mm -hmm. that he had. Same essence. A lot yeah. of times the reason that husbands and wives compete is because they're trying to show who has more power. Mm. And God wants you to know that your power is equal. Mm -hmm. Your power comes from him. Mm -hmm. And so there's no such thing as having uh, oneness in a marriage until you recognize that you both have the same power. That's so good. That's so good. In closing, I want to I want to look at first Peter real quickly. And it talks about how the husband and wife should conduct themselves in this New Testament. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it says uh, in first Peter chapter three, verse one, it says, wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives. Mm -hmm. So your power is even though I may not be living truth, mm. your submissiveness, not 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 being not being in a place where you're just being run over right. or misguided. But your submissiveness, submissiveness has the power to win me to the truth. Right. And I have a story on that. We'll probably tell it tomorrow. But here's the next part. It says, husbands, verse seven, likewise, dwell with your wives with understanding, mm. giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel. What is the understanding that we should have? We should honor the wife. See, right. a lot of times men say, oh, I don't understand my wife. I don't understand. I don't understand why she acts like this. I don't understand why we're always fighting and have conflict. I don't understand. Why can't she just let it go? The understanding comes when you begin to treat her right. Right. And, and I think what people miss in this verse is that God is not saying, and even Paul is not saying that the wife has less, has less power than the husband. Yeah. He's saying, treat her like she's more refined mm -hmm, in some areas. Mm -hmm than mm -hmm. you are yeah yeah don't I, be rough with her i always say women are like fine china mm -hmm. men are tupperware women are like fine china so you don't treat your fine china yeah any old like way. you do your tupperware like you do your tupperware so when you put your fine china in a box to be moved you put fragile that means that you handle with care you well, bubble wrap the, yeah that's how we are to handle <laughs> our spouse that's how we are to handle our relationship handle with, with care. care and it's amazing how you know, a wife who learns that I don't have to argue and nag and be a certain way with my husband in order to win his heart. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be mean to win his heart. Yeah. I Come can on, be kind mm -hmm. and sweet. And with my submissive 
attitude because i'm submitted to god i can display my submission to god even mm. in my home yeah even in a harsh environment i can find ways mm. to be gentle yeah if i can do that then i can win your heart yeah i'm Preach. smart enough to do it yeah you know i'm powerful enough to do it mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and then the husband too recognizes that I, I have a certain ego at work here mm -hmm. that makes me want to be snappy. Yeah. It makes me want to be selfish right now. It mm -hmm. makes me want to be a certain way. But wait a minute. I can handle with care. Yeah, handle with care. That's right. I can handle with care. Mm -hmm. And I can treat her like she's a little more refined. Mm -hmm. And I can win her heart mm -hmm. over, mm -hmm. even if she's having a bad day. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. We got to stop. Our time is up. I pray you receive this word. We're talking about... Elephant in the room, the elephant Ooh, in the room, and, and not results. really understanding how to handle a conflict. But we're gonna, we're not gonna let it just stay there. We're gonna address it. And how do you eat an elephant? One, One bite, bite at, at a time. time. So y'all come by, back every day, and y'all watch us as we talk about conflict resolution. Amen. Amen. Love you. God bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The, the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Amen.